This is TF Wire, Transformers Week in Review, Episode 37, recorded April 30th, 2006. Welcome to TF Wire. It's the finger holes, Ultra Magnus. Damn the shed! It pays to get Transformers because you get girls. This is Matrix Prime, Awa64. This is Matt Spada. This is Pirate TV Pro signing out. Hello and welcome to TF Wire. I am your host, Jesse slash Matrix Prime, and on this week's show, I'm joined by Awa64. Nice to be here, finally, after all that confusion and crap trying to get this set up. All these technical fuck-ups on these Windows boxes. Yep. And Spada. Yo. Yo. I said that right, right? Spada. Yeah. Yes. You made sure to emphasize that. Yes, I did. And I still <laughs> managed to screw it up from time to time, so feel free to beat yes, me. Yes, you do. Yes. Okay, so on to the news. Indeed. <clears throat> Our first news story, Transformers Con brings movie news. This news story comes courtesy of the AllSpark. In a panel at this weekend's Transformers Con, Don Murphy revealed the following information. Soundwave may not appear until the second movie. General Motors is involved in a big way, Scorponok has a huge battle with the military, and the G1 transforming sound will appear in the film. Second story, BotCon 2006 information released. Fun Publications, the company behind BotCon, has announced this year's toy set, which has a Beast Wars theme. The set will include a pre-Beast Wars Optimus Primal, Rat Trap, Rhinox, Cheetor, and Dinobot, and will also include something called Golden Disc Keys. The guests have also been announced and include <laughs> Blue Man Kuma, Pauline Newstone, Richard Newman, and Simon Furman, who are, respectively, the voices of Tigertron, Airazor, Rhinox, and every Transformers comic written in the past 15 years. Story 3! Transformers Classics Leaders Revealed. Online toy store Action HQ has put the upcoming Transformers Classics, Optimus Prime, and Megatron up for pre-order. Included on the pre-order page is a grainy black and white scan of each figure in both their modes. Both figures retain their same... G1 modes, which include, um, yeah, and, uh, my notepad just died. With... I've never heard of that <laughs> happening before. <laughs> With Prime looking like a modern-day flat-nosed semi and Megatron looking like a futuristic handgun, these figures are set to be released later this year. Story 4. Transformers Club exclusive figure unveiled. The first Club Store exclusive figure was revealed earlier this week, and the figure is the cancelled Armada Jetfire Astrotrain repaint. A picture of the figure, which is now being called the concept image, can be seen at the TransformersClub.com website. The figure will include a new head sculpt and will undergo a few changes based on Club member input. At this time, there is no information on release date price or whether this figure will include its electronics. Okay, in our last story, Beast Wars 10th Primal and Megatron in package. These images come courtesy of Joel Moore and can be seen at the TFW boards. The images give us our first glimpse at the Maximal and Predacon, Predacon ship pack-ins fully painted, as well as the pack-in comic by IDW. With these figures now fully packaged, they should be hitting stores in the not-too-distant future. And that's the news. Okay, so the movie news. What do you guys think? I'm stoked. Uh, I'm just a little worried, though, if General Motors is involved as heavily as they are, are we going to be seeing um, really bad molds of figures that have been associated with uh, with previous companies? Like Bumblebee, for example. There's rumor that he's going to be a Camaro. 
I hope not. <laughs> I really hope not. Volkswagen's kind of paranoid about being involved uh, in anything associated with war because of that whole thing from 1939 to 1944. <laughs> they don't like to talk about it yeah, much, well, but they yeah, try to but... avoid anything relating to it. But but if the rumor's true, can you see Bumblebee being a fast car? I can't see him being a fast... Well, I can see him being a disproportionately fast car, like him being fast in the movie, but not necessarily him being a car associated with being fast. The problem is I looked over GM's website, and they're out of all of their subdivisions, I don't see a car that Bumblebee could be. Maybe the um, Chevy Cobalt, but... Besides that, I can't really see him being anything. <laughs> yeah, they, well, the website only has current product lines. I mean, apparently, from the information we're getting, uh, Bernie Mac's character is a used car salesman. We could be seeing an older GM car as Bumblebee. Something from around 1993, maybe. Why'd you pick that date? I have absolutely no <laughs> idea. <laughs> That's what I thought. Well, if he's going to be... A- if he's going to be a mid-90s car, why don't you just take my 1995 Dodge Intrepid and be done because with it? Because Dodge isn't uh, under the GM umbrella? That's a technicality. <laughs> okay, so what, what do you think about Soundwave not appearing in the movie? Probably took the safe way out on that one. I mean, especially since he said he wants to do Soundwave right. If they want to wait and make sure they have a chance to do it right in the second movie instead of trying to cram him into the first one and fucking things up... More power to him. Isn't that kind of a big assumption to make, that there's going to be a second movie? Yeah, it's a pretty damn big assumption, but <laughs> it seems to be the one they're working off of, so uh, that's a separate criticism on their part. <laughs> Even if the movie tanks in the theaters, it's still going to make well, it's going to do well on DVD, and the licensing alone is going to bring them money. So they're still going to make money off of the thing. I mean, look at Doom. Doom did terribly in the theaters, but it's doing it's still making money. It's still bringing in cash. So they break even regardless. Maybe Fantastic Four would be a better analogy. It didn't light up any box office records, but it was a passable movie, had a decent fan base, and had enough people interested to go see it. Now we're getting a sequel to Fantastic Four that's coming out <laughs> in competition with the Transformers movie next year. Yes. More Jessica I... Alba. I, I guess I killed the conversation. Yes, yes you did. How about the rumors yeah, you did. as okay. to the uh, movie uh, characters for the Decepticon side? Like, yes, Brawl you, is a you want to talk star. about those. I've heard a lot of fandom panic over some of the names and stuff like that, and I'm not quite sure I get that. Devastator, Bone Cr- was Bone yeah. Crusher one of them? Yeah, Bone Crusher was one of Devastator them. Devastator was a big ass tank. Bone Crusher was a uh, mine retrieval unit. Brawl was a police car, and I forget what the uh, other one they mentioned was. So it sounds like they're going to be changing the characters quite a bit. Well, if they're changing the alt modes, but if they keep the head sculpts the same and they keep the uh, characters similar. I don't really have too much of a criticism of it. I know some people have been freaked out over the fact that they're breaking up combiner teams like that, but honestly, how would a combination like that really work in the uh, context of a live-action movie? They have the technology. (laughs) They can make it work. Yes. (laughs) But anyway, the time it takes to do a combination like that, just, if you're trying to do a realistic movie, it just doesn't work. It barely works in something campy like Power Rangers. 
Yeah, but this is an action movie. They can do quick cuts. They can do quick cuts, but not for a combination sequence like that. Not to actually make it seem like it would work. Nah, you could pull it off. At this point, we're on the first movie, so why don't we save just... Save the gimmicks for later? Forget about... Com- yeah, save the combiners for the next movie. That's going to be a major wow factor in the second movie, if there is one. Because you've got, okay, these robots, they're huge, they're destroying everything. Oh crap, they're even bigger, we're screwed. Okay, fair enough. But if you, but if you hold off to the second movie, I mean, you, you're already screwed by having Devastator in the first. Well, they might get broken when, and have to when, rebuild them. Uh, that's possible. So w- what about... They could, co- they, yeah. they could always call him Construction Maximus, I don't know. <laughs> what do you think about the transforming sound? Well, I'm glad we'll be hearing it, but if that's the only sound we hear while they're transforming, I'll be a bit upset. <laughs> I mean, if it's like oh, an overlay on. in there along with the actual foley of the thing transforming, like wearing gears and stuff like that. Like, say, if we take a Beast Wars-style transformation sound that's synced up with the actual movements of the uh, parts of the car, and then, like, have the traditional transformers sound mixed in under that as kind of like a subtone for it that's like you can't actually see it connecting to any part of the car, but you can definitely hear it among the other parts. It's perfect. But if they just have that as the bass sound with nothing else in there, I'm going to punch Don Murphy in the nuts. Hey, he'll sue your ass. You can't blame him. He's not the sound guy. No. That's. I think that's ultimately going to be left up to the director. I'm sure we're going to get a sound that we're either going to have the exact sound or we're going to have something that's really, really close but mm. slightly modified. And I can live with that. Fair enough. Okay, so what about the BotCon figures here? I think it's a pretty cool idea. I'm looking forward to seeing... Pre-Beast Wars? Yeah, I mean... It works pretty well, and I'm looking forward There's to seeing what's going to happen special- with that. There's been a lot of speculation on what they look like before Beast Wars, and it's going to be interesting My to see what they do. My only question is, why'd they go with the Autobots instead... <laughs> Stupid me. Why'd they go with the Maximals instead of the Predacons for this one? It seems like the Predacon alt modes would have been a lot more interesting. That'll be 2008 Botcon. Because the... Um, or 2007. Because the American people like heroes. I thought it was the Japanese people. And so... Do, yeah. No. You would be wrong. Both of them. <laughs> anyway, so uh, how about the voice wait, actors? Did, we did think it, this? Wait, 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 okay. wait, wait. Did Did you guys catch the uh, spelling of Rat Trap on the uh, official announcement? No. No. It's capital R A T capital T R A P. Wasn't it originally just one word? Yeah. Yeah. But what do you expect? So, Their copywriter sucks. Yeah, I was just wondering if they maybe lost that name. Nah, they just released a normal version of the name at a, in the uh, reissue line, so th- they hadn't lost it. Uh, well, I still haven't picked that up. Yeah. So. Anyway. Okay, so th- no, I haven't even haven't even seen them in stores. How about voice yet, actors? So, that's so, uh, all they could come uh, up I with. I have a feeling we'll be hearing more announcements as we go on. I mean, unless Simon Furman physically cannot. It's not Simon Furman. Simon <laughs> Furman's listed as being... Unless Scott McNeil physically cannot be there, I'd imagine he'll show up. Do they really need to have Simon Furman at everything? They don't need to, but he'll come anyway, and they don't want him hanging around in the gutter outside the convention center begging for booze money. 
I mean, what else is he gonna say that he hasn't already said? Um, maybe he's maybe he's writing the story for this year's. Well, he's writing a ton of stories, and he's still writing new stuff for the IDW comics. I think <sighs> it's more of a thing that it's just like a tradition. If it's a Transformers convention, you invite Simon Furman. I'm sick of Simon Furman. Okay, whatever. Invite somebody different. <laughs> so, do you think? Who else do you think might show up on the list? I, you know, honestly, I. At this point in time, I really okay. don't care. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm a huge anime fan, and yeah, voice actors are great. That's fine, but they've been at every single convention, and right now we've got Tigertron and Airazor, the two least favorite characters in Beast Wars, next to Scorponok and Pterosaur. It, I just, I just don't care. <laughs> At this point in time, I don't care. Yeah, fair enough. I think if they're going with the Beast Wars theme, we got to at least see either David Kay or uh, Gary Chalk, one of those. David Kay, Gary Chalk, Scott McNeil, who is like, aside from who's listed on there, them plus David Kay plus Gary Chalk plus Scott McNeil is just about everybody who ever did a voice on Beast Wars. <laughs> Except for the guy yeah. who did Tarantulas. I'd like to see him show up. I forget his name, unfortunately. Alec Willows, is that it? Something like that. You probably get hate yeah, mail now. Probably send all hate mail to <laughs> gofuckatyourself.com. Okay, so what about the uh, what about the Transformers yeah. classic figures? Actually, though? I had one more question regarding Botcon. Uh, Anybody here think we're going to be able to go? No. Okay. No. <laughs> I might end. I may end up going. So if we want, I can try to give a report from that. Okay, so the Transformers classic figures. Did you, did you like what you Pretty. saw? I loved Megatron's gun mode. I thought it looked great. His robot mode is going to be so back-heavy, he's going to Frankly, I can't really weigh on, in on it, because you see more explicit pictures on the scrambled porn channels. <laughs> what are you doing watching the scrambled porn channels? No comment. Dude, you can get... I was just going for an <laughs> analogy. I know porn is plentiful on the internet. And you could pay the money and get it unscrambled. That is true, but again, internet. The anyway. The show is going out of control. <laughs> Parents who let their kids listen okay, to the so, show, what the hell uh, is wrong with you? And after that, sorry. Okay. What do you think, Matrix? Uh, from what you've seen, do you like them, not like them? Well, I'd, I'd like to see uh, much clearer pictures, but I'm really liking the Optimus yeah. Prime figure. Yeah, same it, here. I, I'm really stoked about the Prime figure. It looks like it's got quite a bit of articulation in robot mode. I'm still hoping that you'll be able to fire Megatron from the uh, gun mode. That's the one thing I'm pulling out hope for. My only complaint with Megatron, other than the huge backpack, is he. It, I'm stoked that he's a gun, but he looks like something out of a first-person shooter. Okay, so, so the Transformers Club exclusive. Does anybody care? Didn't we discuss this last no. week? No. You sure? No, we didn't. Mm. No. Okay. Uh, cool. I. Cool. Yeah. I think it shows a complete lack of any creative thought over there. Well, yeah, they're just releasing a toy that was basically prepped and ready to go on the assembly line, but got stopped at the last minute because they couldn't find anybody who they wanted, to, who'd be willing to have the crap pushed off on them. Exactly, and now there's uh, no guarantee that the electronics will be in it. Plus, you get to pay a premium price for it. But he's got a new head. That mm. makes it all better. Yeah. I, I was talking to a friend. Uh, Monday of last week, bef before they announced, 
and I said, watch it. I told him it's probably going to be jet fire or something in that range, and sure enough, it was jet fire. Or the Decepticon version of Jetfire, whatever his name was. I, I'm sorry to say, I, I just don't care. Okay, so, moving on. So you won't Again. be picking that figure up then? Um, no. Okay. Uh, cold day in hell, no. <laughs> uh, I might pick it up if I see it on eBay going for above the uh, price of after club membership, because I'll probably end up joining the club in order to uh, get discount on registration at BotCon. Okay. So that's the news. woo Okay, so I believe, Spada, you have a review for us? Yes, I do. Uh, I was fortunate enough to pick up a uh, Cybertron scrap metal at my local Toys R Us, and I have to say I am quite pleased with him. My only uh, complaint with the fact that he's out is we don't get a red, or we have a red version. We do not have the blue and yellow version that they have in Japan, and I would have liked to have seen that, but oh well. Uh, He's a bug. That's really the only way to describe him. He's a, a four-legged bug with a with a helicopter cockpit in the front and a giant frickin' cannon on his back. The Cybertron key, when inserted into the base of the cannon, flips out a very large Energon uh, sword, I'm guessing. Is it the same yep. gimmick as Hardtop, basically? As far as mechanisms uh, go? Just kind of folds... it. Best way to describe it is like mud flap. Um, the when you put the key in, the sword comes out of the the shaft of the cannon. So his uh, transformation isn't that complex, but it is requiring you move the legs out of the way to flip the cockpit cockpit up to his chest, and then put the legs all back together. Uh, he stands about four inches tall, about five and a half with the top of the to the top of the cannon but uh of note he's got these points in bug mode that cover his fists you can rotate these pile drivers onto the front which is really cool and it shows that the name ramble or rumble depending on where you are in Japan is accurate in Japan in Japan, he was called uh, Ramble or Rumble. I've seen it spelled both ways. It was Ramble on the packaging. Uh, depends on where you are in Japan. Because that kanji is a little bit different in the southern part of Japan from what I understood. It was in Katakana. No. Oh, anyway. Um, it's a good little figure. He's got a bunch of fan modes. Uh, chief of which being a little kind of a jet by folding the back legs up and over onto the back of the creature mode and then putting the front legs out to the sides forms a cute little space jet. And then a bunch online have seen a bunch of other fan modes, and Awa, you were talking about this before we started recording. Yeah. Uh, you've seen a bunch of them as well. Yeah, some images off like the Japanese Transformers image boards and stuff like that. Just galleries mm-hmm. of them, I think. There, were, there was a pinwheel on a stick mode, a... Uh, Gigatron-inspired hand mode and a bunch of other fun-looking ones that may be just enough inspiration for me to go out and buy the toy when I can get my hands on them. Yep. Uh, he's a scout figure, so you can buy a bunch of them and repaint them as and redo them as you want. I've seen uh, one guy online actually molded uh, by hand a rumble and a frenzy head and then repainted them, and that was pretty cool. Um, final thoughts? Uh, he's a fun little figure. He's got great posability. 
Uh, he's an 8 out of 10, I think. Awesome. Sounds good. Okay, so now we're on to our listener sound-off segment. And on this week's segment, we have Optimus Payne reviewing Cybertron, reviewing the Cybertron Street Speed Minicon team. Hi, I'm Optimus Payne, and I recently picked up the Street Speed Minicon team from the Cybertron line. Yeah, I know these are Wave 1 and they're kind of old, but I don't think anyone actually picked these up or actually looked at these without wanting to, you know, burn them, uh, because I know how much you guys all love Minicons. Anyways, so I got these, and I'm not really impressed by them. I, I was, you know, wondering why I got them in the first place. Anyways, uh, they're fairly generic in every sort of form, so I actually want to call these the Genericons. I mean, they have names, but I'm pretty much just, you know, reduced them to calling it the, the red one, the blue one, and the yellow one. Uh, most, actually, most of the, uh, the transformation on all of these is just, you know, like, you, you know, stretch it out, you know, to kind of make legs and pull out some arms and flip down something for the head. And, uh, you know, they're, I guess, they're mostly used for cannon fire, most like, you know, Reflector was in the beginning scene, you know, how he was pretty much used as the generic enemy, um, like in G1. Yeah, I know there was only supposed to be three at a time, but you could probably find, like, you know, 50 in one battle scene, and in fact, on the first episode, you know, look at the, uh, the scene where they're attacking the Ark, and they're on the bridge, and you can probably, you can find, like, two star screams, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's, you know, animation problems in the 80s, not mine. Anyways, the, uh, as far as, you know, stability goes, uh, it's fairly easy to, you know, break a hip on these things, you know, they're kind of like my grandpa when he goes ice skiing drunk, so, uh, Final score on these things, uh, you have to say around a 2 out of 10. Uh, I would say avoid these and, you know, use your money on something more worthwhile, like, say, saving up for a, a Brazilian wax or, or an enema. Um, that being said, uh, this is Optimus Pain. Um, I'll be sure to make more of these uh, if you like to, if you like them or not. Um, because there's no stopping me. Uh, this is me signing out. Thanks to Optimus Payne for that review. Indeed, thanks, Mr. Payne. Yes, and now on to the listener questions. Yay! Which, by the way, please send more. Yes, we have none. We are at the bottom of the barrel. As far as and quantity, is... not quality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what is that email address again, Matrix? That's tfwire, T-F-W-I-R-E, at gmail.com. We also How do you spell that part? I don't know. We also need, Crap! We also need more listener sound-off segments, because the one you just heard is the only one we had. Yes. So send those in. Okay, listener question number one. This one comes from David. Are you going to pick up the world's smallest Transformers Dinobots? No. <laughs> Do you wish to elaborate on it? No. Okay. Um, if they come out with a Grimlock, a Swoop, or a Sludge, then yes. So far, I have a Slag and a Snarl in the full-sized form. I don't need another one. Do either of you guys have any of the world's smallest figures? I had a world's smallest Starscream... And I had a world's smallest prime. The world's smallest Starscream got destroyed uh, because my friend sat on it by mistake. I got a wave 2.5 case, so I have 
two world smallest megatrons, two world smallest star screams, one jazz or meister, sorry, one uh, anime optimus prime, one trailer, and for some reason I think I'm forgetting something, but I have no idea what. And Was I that don't. Eight? Yeah, close enough. Yeah, that's it. So. <laughs> yep. That's it. I, I'm probably not gonna be picking them up. Are these things even official to begin with? No. Okay. Don't believe so. Yeah. The closest thing I have are the uh, Legends of Cybertron figures. I can't even find them. Yeah, all, all I can find is Wave 1 in the stores, and that's it. I ought to pick up the uh, Legends of Cybertron Starscream. I mean, I looked at it in person, and it's actually a pretty nice toy. It is. explains why they're repainting the hell out of it and exploiting it for all it's worth, but yep. Yep. that's a good thing. It, it's probably the best out of the first wave. It's a real testament to something, too. I mean, the fact that the... Hasbro slash Takara engineering team managed to get a toy to scale well from the Supreme Class foot-tall toy figures to the Mega Class kinda sorta tall figures <laughs> to the Legends of Cybertron two-inch tall figures and have the transformation remain near identical and keep the gimmicks in place for all the versions and Managed to add a few cool things for the biggest one. It's really amazing work. Yes. Okay, so listener question two. This one comes from Ben. How many Transformers break the standard humanistic robot mode? And then he gives examples such as Ravage and Laserbeak. Uh, uh. All the Cassetticons, <laughs> except for a few of the Autobot ones, and uh, Armada Laserbeak. Mm, oh, the um, mutants from Beast Wars. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm trying to think of the other ones. I think they're pretty much all. Are there any... Can you think of any off the top of your head that go from robot to beast? Um, yeah, yeah, that made sense. <laughs> from uh, from vehicle to beast. Mm. Beast riders? Those don't count. What about you made Chi cry. What about some of the Action Master um, vehicles? Oh, you mean the um, the little... Accessories that transformed, as opposed to the actual characters. No, the they actually had um, different vehicles for the Action Master figures. I own one, and I have no idea what it's called. It's a green. What is it's it? It's a green car. It transforms into a helicopter type thing. That is a Sprocket's Attack Cruiser. Yes. I have the Cybertronian Index in front of me. That's what I went and grabbed. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Awa, uh, you're right. Pretty much just the Insecti- or Cassetticons were the things that didn't hold the human mold. What about, um, Noble Savage? Or Savage Noble? Yeah, was, that was the one other one I was thinking. That and the Deployers from the, uh, Beast Machines line. Which, yeah. Other than that, that's about all I can think of. Yeah, it... I'm just going through really quickly, and that's all we can really think of. Sorry, man. Sorry, Ben, that seems to be it. If you're really in the mood for something that does weird kind of transformations, go pick up some Rock Lords. (laughs) No, don't go pick those up. Yeah. Go buy GoBots instead. Oh, gee. Well, they have a bit of a charm to them. A Psykill was the shit. Oh, I thought you meant the uh, Transformers co-opted GoBots play school line. No. No, he meant the original <laughs> ones. Oh, okay. The little die-cast metal hurt when you throw them at your younger siblings ones. Hey, I had Zod, too. There oh, was one called Zod? Yes. Yeah. 
did he demand anybody kneel before them? No. It's like a. Oh, what's that was the, the point the, then? Is, that was the green flying bug, wasn't no, it? No, it's like a bug monster truck truckosaurus thing. Oh yes. Yes. The giant thing that made the very yes um, generic roar sound in the show. Yes, and his weak point was a button on his stomach that you could press, and that was in the cartoon itself. Yeah, they had the human people run up and go beep. <laughs> hey, hold on. How about Trypticon? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. I don't actually own that figure. I own the uh, remold of it. What's it called? I own par- I own parts of him. You're um, Gigastorm. Yeah. From the Beast Wars Neo yep. line? Or um, Beast Wars 2. Yes. But I guess that's it. Now please, all of you out in listener land, note that we just spent five minutes talking about which Transformers turn from things into other things <laughs> instead of from things into robots. Please, ask us more questions! Yes! And we need listener sound-off submissions. Yes, we do. We really like doing the listener sound-off submissions. They're yes. cool. Send those to... TFWIRE, T-F-W-I-R-E <laughs> at gmail.com, spelled... Crap, I don't know. G... G-M-M-A-I-L, period, C-O-M. Yes. Why didn't you speak up earlier when I asked Matrix and he didn't know? <laughs> because it was funnier now. <laughs> so I believe okay. that's it. Okay, this is our 64 saying, I'm sorry I fucked up the podcast so many times this week. You're going to get us an explicit tag now. <laughs> Yet another fuck up. <laughs> Blame our people. Blame our. This is Spada <laughs> signing out. Good night, everybody. And this is Matrix Prime signing off. Be sure to listen to Curious with the UK News coming up right after this. This is the European News with me. Your chance to win with Auto Assembly Target 2006. Simon and Sven of Auto Assembly Target 2006 have up for grabs the complete Robots in Disguise DVD box set, as well as postcards signed by voice actors Wally Wingert and Neil Kaplan. All you have to do to enter is download the second of their podcasts, if you haven't already, from autoassembly.org.uk and answer the simple question. The closing date for the contest is Wednesday 3rd of May, 8pm UK time. Metrodome announced release date of their Master Force boxed set. Metrodome's Jazz Vernum has announced a release date for this five-disc DVD boxed set as the 29th of May. The set will include an episode guide and three commentaries, especially recorded by Chris McFeely, Transformers Savant. Metrodome have also announced the release of a follow-up series, Victory, on the 3rd of July, and the complete collection box set, including the first four seasons of the American release, as well as the reconstructed movie for the 4th of September. Galvatron not coming to the UK. TFAuctions.com have been informed by Hasbro UK that Cybertron Galvatron will not see a UK release. This news is the latest in a long series of disappointments for UK fans who have had to put up with poor distribution, a lack of high street presence and a release scheduled two years behind the rest of humanity. That was the news on the 30th of April 2006. But you hang me out to try, you know